tuned to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you so much for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. For those of you who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency, the inner circle, I am so grateful and so appreciative and always in prayer that you are receiving more inspiration, more motivation, more insight, more of whatever is required for you to dig deeper, to reach higher, to walk in the greater degrees of your own personal integrity with the more that you truly are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of that absolute and supreme intelligence whose intelligence is absolute and supreme. And anytime I come to the airwaves, I am always coming forward to exalt the commonality, the communality, the unity between that, between all that exists directly, no matter how small or how large no matter how many legs one may have or it may have, we are all these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And that intelligence is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. And it deserves to be exalted. It deserves to be given first, second, third, fourth consideration in anything and everything that we do because it is beating our hearts and it is breathing us and we are afloat being upheld by its own forces of and elements of rotation and flotation the phenomenalness the miraculousness of existing on a sphere that is 80 percent water spinning in space we are already in heaven and we should not be dying to go anywhere And so I am the one that consciously cares to remind us that our lives are the greatest gift that we could ever have. And that there is nothing that we could ever be given, awarded, rewarded, beg, borrow, steal, that is greater than who and what we already are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence and it matters that we realign ourselves with the truth of our being it matters that we are truly valuing the gift that we each are we are truly valuing the gifts that we were given with a body a heart a mind opportunity to think and to consider to contemplate to meditate to reflect to have a direct line of light with our angels our guides our guardians our ancients to be under the auspices of our souls we are in such an auspicious moment in existence because there is a need for us to completely raise up and that means that every day we should be doing that which is truly in our own best interest. And where we are taking the time to really consider our lives. To be reflective, introspective, meditative. To consider exactly what we're living for. 
and to really come to that point in place where you are consciously caring to do that inner work of visioning where you would like to be if you are not where you would like to be spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially. And if you do things on a daily basis that you don't derive any sense of joy or peace or progress with, then I'm the one to remind you that you are making choices every day and you can always choose a greater thing. The clarity about what you really want, the clarity about what matters to you most in this life, the clarity in valuing your life beyond and above things, situations, circumstances, money, to get to that essence of the spirit of things. The spirit that you are in that body that has command in that body. And that to remember that you were given the faculties of God to create through imaging, imagining, visualizing, seeing, believing, activating your faith, consciously choosing, caring being enthusiastic about receiving what it is you are literally asking for creating whatever degrees of of upliftment liberation whatever it is you're really concerned about there are laws that govern every aspect of our lives and as we are attuning to those laws And respecting them. Because we've been disconnected from the reality of how to really live. And it seems like that would be the easiest thing to do. Why? Because we've all been given life. We're all breathing. Our hearts are beating. And if we were truly acclimated and centered from the perspective of dwelling in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence that we all refer to as God, but it's beyond God and goddesses and lords and lordesses and personalities of being. We are all absolutely and divinely blessed with the gift of life itself and living under a world culture that does not value life and that supports the suppression, the oppression, the depression, the bastardization, the usurpation, the degradation, the defamation, the distortion, the dysfunction, the dis-ease, the starvation, the molestation, the starvation, all of these things is why we have to care enough to come to that point and place where we do nothing to undermine ourselves and to know that 
the industries of death are not mythical or mystical. They are companies of people who are working on a daily basis in producing, manufacturing, distributing, advertising, and encouraging the consumption of that which has absolutely no nutritional value for anybody's body and therefore creates depletion, deficiency, sickness, illness, and disease to the tune of multi-trillion dollars annually. That these companies of people are people who are getting up every day, going to work, members of our families, friends, associates, schoolmates, neighbors, and it's very difficult for us on one hand to hold and call these ones over here where this government, administration, uh, Eurocentric Western philosophy and the issues that they have put forward since they have been colonizing the world. You understand, it's very difficult to really get to any degree of leverage over the system of sickness, illness, disease, death, degradation, deprivation, starvation through capitalization and free enterprise that is legalized genocide when you are participating with it. And you listen to talk radio and you hear about it and regurgitate all of the problems, all of the murder, all of the stuff that goes on, but then you sit back and you participate with it in doing that which undermines your own cellular functioning through feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, Nutrisweet, Aspartame-laden, white sugar, uh, soy and other artificially perpetuated garbage stuff that we have to come to a point in place where we will not ingest it any longer. If we care to be healthy, if we care to be healed, if we care to be whole, if we care to have leverage over the system of things, if we care to truly live our lives, we have to come to a point in place where it matters that we are exalting a full life's urge as is the way of all other intelligent creatures. Our socialization has not done us as much good as many would like to think because we have been desensitized to the rights of ones to have the right to their lives 
We're entertained through war and death and killing and the mystery of solving the crimes and the murders. We're in a place and space where that which is profane is flaunted in front of us daily, consistently over time, and we partake of it generously. At the risk of our not doing other things, at the risk of our not breathing fully and nourishing ourselves so that we are no longer deficient in the things that will really facilitate optimum cellular functioning so that we are able to think and function optimally as these points of absolute and supreme intelligence as men, the progenitor of lineages and wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages and to be able to really create harmony in our relationships, whatever relationships, because we are all in relationship with each other as we get to know one another, as we meet eye to eye, heart to heart. And the true relationship that any one of us would have is the true relationship with that which we refer to as God, which is our relationship with life, which is our relationship in how we are acknowledging the reality that there is a law that governs us and how we are reverencing, respecting, honoring, and obeying those laws that give us the greater peace and poise and to give us leverage over lawlessness that creates the sickness, the illness, the the dis-ease, the imbalances, the things that create wrong choices and mistakes. Mistakes that cost people's lives. So I'm the one to encourage you to not be so glib about your right to die. But to take some time and really be honored by the gift of your life. Your heritage, your inheritance, your talents, your skills, your abilities, your opportunities. To really get to that point and place where you are able to truly count your blessings and be thankful for the fullness of that which you have the opportunity to really experience that is love. But to love oneself, to love one's being, to respect the functioning of every fiber of your being to the degree to which you will stop doing those things which undermine you, which literally are creating sickness, illness, disease, imbalances, and all of this stuff that goes on. We're in a now moment that requires us to really stand up, to raise up, to align ourselves with the intelligence of existence, to really come to that place where we really care. It matters deeply to us that we are living fully, that we are living holistically, that we are reversing whatever issues that may have already started crystallizing in our tissues as a result of the way that we have been socialized and, con and fed from the time that we were youth for, as children. And some of you would say, well, when I was a kid, and I'm saying, no, you were never a kid. You've always, you were a child. 
and are coming to a point where just in our language, in our reverence and respect for the intelligence of existence that has gifted itself unto us, that we will respect that which we are as these points of it. And to know that from the time we were typed male and female in our mother's wombs, we were destined to become men and wombed men. Destined to become the progenitor and the perpetuator of lineages, destined to become fathers and mothers and grandmothers and grandfathers and great-grandmothers and great-grandfathers and great-great-grandmothers and great-great-grandfathers and great-great-great and all of that. That's destiny. And even for those who do not choose to have children, duty and obligation is still in the exaltation of life, in the obeyance of law, in the responsibility of self-mastery and self-realization and self-actualization and harmonization with the will of existence, the laws of existence, and consciously caring to give your gifts as you are the gift. And the true path of maturation and maturity is to care enough to self-master to the degree to which you are always caring to exalt a full life's urge and to come to that place and space where you do nothing to undermine yourself and you do that which is honoring yourself consistently over time, facilitating the cellular clearing, cleansing, purification, renewal, rebirth, regeneration, revitalization, so that you are completely revivified and resurrected in the light of the truth of the all that you truly are as a living intelligence, a potent immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And when it comes time to leave the earth, as is destiny, You are leaving having graduated the class of Earth Residency. You're leaving having lived and loved and given and matured and blossomed and benefited and uplifted and served and, and contributed to the wellness and the wholeness of everybody. There isn't anyone on the planet that has been really commissioned or whose mission it is to thwart the progression of humanity. That is not purpose. That is distortion and dysfunction. There isn't anyone who's been authorized by the intelligence of existence or the will of existence or the creator's will to be the legislators and perpetuators of death as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity. That which we see in full effect is the evidence of distortion and dysfunction. There is no supremacy in it. And for all of those who have boasted the success in their lives, have we been successful at realigning ourselves with the right line of light so that we are truly exalting life? For all of those who have come to degrees of success, have they created the sure path through education, spiritual training, church, religion, socialization, and properly aligning 
boys and girls and create a knowledge, creation knowledge, self-knowledge that allows them to truly mature into real men and real women. For all of the successful ones that we have who've written books and set the precedent for laying foundation for influencing the masses of people have we been influenced to the degree to which we exalt a full life's urge and we do nothing to undermine ourselves and so for whatever other ones have not done our duty obligation or responsibility still remains the same in our own degrees of care to be successful in our living in truly maturing in the estates of manhood and womanhood to know that we are here to be blessings in life to give to life of the substance of ourselves and to be busy developing and cultivating ourselves invoking and calling forth the gifts that we've been given through our lineages, our heritage, our inheritance to have an understanding and an understanding that the paper currency is not greater than the life currency. The occupations and the preoccupations that we could have is not greater than that which is already destiny. And to realize that destiny is the highest thing that we could accomplish, the greatest thing that we could accomplish, that which would align ourselves with the will of existence in always exalting itself and benefiting all of itself. Anything that you have come to acquire, it's because of your own degree to have it. Anything that you've come to realize has been as a result of your own care to think, to ask, to knock, to apply yourself. And if you've truly matured and are truly maturing, then you have a value for life that you put nothing above it particularly your own life and to know that whatever your habits addictions situations or circumstances that when you take the time to get quiet and get still and affirm that you can be and that you are completely cleared and cleansed and purified renewed rebirth regenerated rejuvenated revitalized so that you are completely whole it says ask and it will be given you are the god or the goddess that dwells in that temple what you say goes and what you say consistently over time and what you do consistently over time is going to lay foundation for what it is that you truly care to create or recreate with yourself.
we cannot be about the business of changing the world when we will not do what's in our own best interest in creating a greater wholeness within ourselves, a greater health, reclaiming our wealth, beginning to function from that center of knowing that we would never have anything greater than ourselves and we have to dig deep and reach high to tap the fullness of the wealth of ourselves which is in our genealogy. And everybody has been blessed with greatness within themselves because the intelligence of existence is there first. And the benefit that we get when we will get beyond all of the issues of ethnicity and race and religion and sex and gender and preference and all of that and begin to exalt our communality of and our humanity as these living, loving, intelligent, potent and immortal points of absolute and supreme intelligence is that the more we are thinking that thought, and affirming that truth and considering it all the time, infusing the truth of it upon every fiber of our being, we are literally transcending all of the divisiveness under this divide and conquer world system of oppression and genocide. And when it comes time to leave, you would not have died because the entire time that you were here taking responsibility to care to respond correctly and directly to being under a system of oppression being able and claiming the right to respond correctly and directly by doing nothing to undermine yourself ensures that your life would be much better lived and you would have had the opportunity to truly rejoice in the blessedness of your being, exalting life, living life, loving life, being loving, learning the lessons of self-actualization and self-mastery and transcending, transforming and transmuting everything towards your greater good. To have lived successfully truly rejoicing in the light of your own absolute and supreme presence and being present in the presence of the absolute and supreme being that is all there is as existence itself and claiming your oneness with it being a vehicle and vessel on its behalf And reaping all of the benefits. Accessing and consciously exploring your eternal life. You're in and out moment of eternity all the time. And you're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle with Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. circle and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are 
in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, I'm so grateful that you prefer to be right here with us than any other place on the planet. Those of you who are the Inner Circle, the ones who make sure that you are always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so very grateful and so very thankful for your consistency, for your care to be attuned, and I pray that you are always inspired and motivated and having consistent degrees of realization, revelation, epiphanies, and the motivation to dig deeper, to reach higher, to walk in the integrity of your own authenticity as living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is the totality of all there is as existence itself. It is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It beats our hearts. It breathes us. There is nothing and no one that is not points and parts of it, and there is nowhere we can go where it was not, it will not be. And I'm the one to encourage us to be in a place where we are dwelling consciously in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence as our absolute reality. For we have been in a place and space where rising from the depths and the valleys of degradation, the shadow of the valley of death, and all of the inebriation, intoxication, the violation, the incarceration, the molestation, the rape, and all of the things that we have experienced as a, a global populace, not just as African people in America, but as people throughout the diaspora, as people all over the planet, and then to bring in the suffering of Mother Earth and all of her creatures, we are in a now moment where it matters what we think, it matters how we think, it matters that we're thinking, and we should be attending to our minds to do that which is our daily due diligence to sow those seeds that will allow us to have leverage over a world-conquering rampage of divisiveness, depopulation, and genocide. And on behalf of all of those who came forward with the strength of their voices, the integrity of their character, those whose names we can call, and all of those whose names we cannot call, it is for us to come to that point and place to realize that we can have the festivals, we can celebrate these lives, but the bottom line, until we stop the annihilation, the subjugation, the domination, the poisoning of our children, we have not done the work that is ours to do. We're in a now moment that requires us to really care to do the inner work of realigning ourselves through the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, the renewal, so that we are rebirthed and regenerated, revitalized, revivified, and stand as a resurrected people to have regained our humanity, to have reconciled ourselves with the purposes of existence, to put ourselves in a place where we are in a direct line of light with our angels, our guides, our guardians, our ancients, and to function upon the planet under the auspices of our souls for that is what successful living really is and to know that for all of those that we know who go to churches and go to the mosque and go to the temples and go to the synagogues and all of that we should be in a much greater place in terms of our actuality in terms of the practicality in terms of what we see on a daily basis and the pandemic of sickness, illness, disease, and premature death and death at, by any means 
is the evidence that we are not properly oriented in living. And it seems that it would be a nightmare to be in a place and space where you live 40, 50, 60, 70 years without ever having realized what the purpose of being on the planet really is. That we followed the scripts and we followed the programming to go to school and get an education and do whatever we could do to have food, clothing, shelter, pay bills, have families, but to leave the planet prematurely and without ever having truly walked in the fullness of ourselves, we have the opportunity to do it. Because those who have come before us, because they did what they knew to do, they did what they could do, they did what they had to do. And now it's our time to do that which is ours to do in really getting to the depths of ourselves in facilitating the cellular liberation that is necessary in order to give us leverage over the planning and the plotting and the agendas of those who are not harmony in harmony with the laws of existence. And for us to realize that there are laws that govern our being and laws that govern our existence and laws that govern our ability to be qualified for continuance in existence while we are on the planet and when we leave the planet. And the care to be harmonized within those laws, to be in a place where we are loving the law, loving the light, loving love, loving being with our whole body, heart, mind, with all of our might, loving that which is the source of our being, love that which is the intelligence of our being, love that which has designed us, that which is animating us, that which is breathing us, that which is beating our hearts, that which is allowing for the flotation and the rotation of the earth, and all of that which we are benefited by within this galaxy and universal systems under cosmic order administration. We are in that point and place where now is our time to rise, to care, to not just pay so much attention to what other ones are saying, but to get quiet and get still and get into the depths of yourself and really get to that place where you are introspective and you are reflective and you are getting clear about why you're on the planet and you are caring to walk in the fullness of who you are on behalf of all of those who have come before you. Because the agenda here is to make sure that we are not walking in the greater light than those who have come before us, that we continue to celebrate those who've come before us, but to be in a place where we are just regurgitating that which they brought forward, but that which is ours to give, we have to cultivate that. We have to develop ourselves. We have to get to that point in place where we have an understanding and an understanding that the methodology of our oppression has been to oppress us at our cellular functioning, and so the methodology of our liberation has to happen at the cellular level. So that that no matter how much education you have, how much church you go to, what scriptures you know, that the reality of how you get to the depths and the heights of your own being requires you to respect the design of your being and to know that you are created perfectly in the image of that which is your creator. And that requires us to respect our body temples and to understand that our bodies are the temples for the true dwelling of the true spirit of the living gods and goddesses and to be in that place and space where it matters to us on behalf of those who have come before us that we will no longer support those corporate entities and deities of death who perpetuate and legislate and manufacture and distribute all manners of toxins 
toxic food or that which is called food that is not food. These are the tools of oppression and the weapons of mass destruction. And there is nothing that these ones can do to keep us oppressed and suppressed and depressed and downtrodden and sick and ill and diseased when we are no longer complicit and, and complacent with our own oppression and undoing, that we are exalting a full life's urge coming to that point and place within ourselves, that we will do the inner work to realign ourselves with destiny. And the destiny of a people can only be realized when the people have found their lost light, when the people have put the, put the ways of, of the slave master and the colonialists and all of that to the side, and they get to the depths of their own authentic selves as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And that is the truth of everybody, regardless of what hue of people we are regardless of our ethnicity, regardless of what part of the planet we touch down on, we all have come through the wombs of our mothers, sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers, and we each are being challenged to come to that point and place where we care to be a revived people, a reconciled people, people who will rise to stand in the integrity of the character and the virtue of character that is consistent with who we are as intelligences of existence and to know that there is no supremacy in whiteness and blackness or in in materiality without the virtues of integrity that are consistent with what the duty obligation and responsibility in being upon the planet is in self-actualizing self-realizing and coming to that point in place where we will rise in the integrity of our truth and our true selves and to exalt the oneness of humanity and be about the liberation of everything and everybody to know that when you really care to exalt liberation. You cannot just be concerned about the liberation of these people or the liberation of those people that to be really in the integrity of what is required to stand as a liberated one, you have to exalt the oneness of existence and you cannot be complicit and complacent with the violation of subjugation, the domination, the domination of anybody or anything and think that it's okay. That being in a place and space where the system of things feels as though you are entitled to prosper at the detriment of other ones is evidence that you'll never truly prosper because you never really got the formula, the lawfulness, and lawlessness. Ignoring that there are laws that govern us, being disobedient, disobeying, out of alignment, out of attunement puts you in a position that no matter how much money you can acquire and how much paper you can amass and how much fame and fortune and how many people can call your name or whatever, it still means that you missed the fullness of yourself. And there's no greater wealth we can have except in the exaltation of a full life's urge and activation of our inheritance, our heritage, the activation of our DNA, 
and the conscious intent to invoke and call forth the greatness of the lineages that we represent, all of the lineages that we represent, regardless of what hue of people you are. There is greatness in absolutely everyone, and everyone is here to triumph over the degrees of insanity and inconsistency and contradiction and hypocrisy and violation and, and all of that cellular oppression. But the trick has been to put people in a position where they feel entitled to be out of alignment. They feel entitled to be wrong. They feel entitled to their own theories and opinions, entitled to make their own mistakes, entitled to choose death, to feel as though death is the inevitability, death is the destiny and the fate of every, absolutely everybody and everything and everybody dies. So you might as well enjoy it. And until we really get into our right mind, which is going to be most easily facilitated when we clean our body temples from the residues and the chemicals and the acidity and the toxicity that has been accumulating in our tissues over decades from feeding off of pigs and cows and turkeys and chickens and hens and fish and crab and crayfish and all manners of other creatures that we have to come to that point and place where we will respect the cellular functioning of our own beings and realize that there is no real success that we can have if we don't know how to eat to perpetuate and to facilitate optimum cellular functioning. We're in a now moment that requires us to really care to live in the fullness of ourselves, care to be full in our living, our loving, our caring, our exalting that full life's urge so that you are walking and being the blessing that you can possibly be here. Everywhere that you are, and this now moment is so potent because there is so much light available to us, so much information that is available to us, so much opportunity that we have to really get to the essence of ourselves, the light of ourselves, to affirm and declare the divinity of our being, to realize that we are already immersed in eternity already. And so I care to consistently remind you that you all are some of the greatest people on the planet right now and you have duty, obligation, and responsibility on behalf of those that have come before us to care to do that which is yours to do in vivid self-representation, vividly representing the truth of yourself, your true self. And to know that in reality, there is really literally only one self that we each are so absolutely blessed. Because the intelligence of existence has gifted each of us so much of itself. But your care to be in a consistent state of self-realization, self-actualization, unfoldment, and conscious cultivation an expansion of consciousness that allows you to be in the full awareness of your gifts, your skills, your abilities, and how to access the assistance from the exalted realms, which is why we're being poisoned so that we are disconnected from our spiritual help. That we've forgotten how to attune ourselves to that which is the essence of life and the divinity of existence 
We no longer value ourselves. We feel like we're in hell and this is a hell and we can't wait to die so that we can go into heaven and sit at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty, the maker of heaven and earth. And in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, was conceived by the Virgin Mary, suffered under the Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead and buried, and the third day arose from the dead. And you understand what I'm just saying is that we've been given these scripts. And now it's time for us to come to a point and place where we will not participate with our own cellular oppression and come to that point and place and space where it matters to us to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized so that we walk in the integrity of who we are as conscious immortals. And to know that who you spend time with and who you keep company with, it matters. That you are in a circle of support. In being the one that you are and loving your being and being loving and forgiving. And immersing yourself in the quality of virtues of character that are consistent with who you are and what you are and fulfilling destiny and being the ones that you are knowing that we each are a bridge between those who've come before us and those who've yet to come that we have duty and responsibility in becoming the greater ones that we should be so that we're laying foundation for the greater ones to come through us we're always in a now moment of eternity always held by absolute law always blessed in the love of existence, the love of our creator with each and every breath and every beat of our heart and what we give attention to expands. So it matters that we pay more attention to the absolute realities, that we pay more attention to that which is the absolute law, that we pay more attention to how blessed we truly are with each and every breath and every beat of our hearts, that we pay more attention to the wholeness and the oneness as opposed to the divisiveness and the competition and that in our stillness and our quietness and our meditation and our prayer and our reflection and our introspection that we are truly asking to become the vehicles and vessels of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth, that it matters to us not to just be working jobs, but to be about the true self unfoldment, the cultivation of our divinity, our duty, obligation, and responsibility to be the ones that we are as men the progenitor of lineages and wound men the perpetuator of lineages and to know that we should not be dying with all this cancer and heart disease and strokes and obesity and all of this. This is as a result of there being an agenda through capitalism where there is a greater interest 
and intent in profit than in serving the purposes of existence. And where we have so many ones who are not attuned to the inherent purpose in being as beings, then you have a people who will miss their destiny, the light of themselves, the truth of themselves, the exalted reality of why they exist and the gifts that we should be giving and leaving and the legacy that we're creating. We get what we ask for. The laws are always in full effect. Everything that is showing up is by virtue of what we're choosing, what we're doing consistently over time. And none of us gets away with anything. Everything that is showing up is as a result of what we're choosing, what we're thinking, what we want, what we desire, what we're passionate about. Or not. But when we come to that place and space where we understand that worship is love, and to really worship that being, that entity that we refer to as God, to really worship God, we have to honor our own bodies, hearts, minds, and spirits, and consciously care to be under the auspices of our souls. To truly worship that which we refer to as God then it's mandate that we acknowledge other ones as different aspects of this one absolute and supreme intelligence that we're referring to as God. And to know that we cannot disregard the law, we cannot disobey it, we cannot act as if it doesn't exist and spend all of this time trying to follow the dictates of a system that legislates and perpetuates Sickness, illness, disease, and death is popular and common activity, collective learning and education and the path of prosperity and feel as though that there is some real purpose in being here and that we can truly prosper. We will never have anything that is greater than who and what we already are. Tapping and accessing and cultivating and walking in the integrity of the wealth of ourselves is duty, obligation, and responsibility to have the light, the love, the wisdom, the truth, the courage, the peace, the poise, the power, the creativity, the awesomeness, the insight, the psychic connection, and the intuitive uh, guidance so that we are able to truly respond correctly and directly in any now moment in the service of life itself, in the service of the living themselves, and to be in a place where we are creating harmony and peace. For love is the harmony of truth. And peace is accomplished love. And we can't truly know peace if we don't truly know love, and you cannot come to love where you don't care to clear and cleanse yourself of the violations from inebriation, intoxication, and the assault at the cellular level from feeding off the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, and all manners of artificial foods, artificial colors, artificial flavors, all of this stuff that is intended to create an artificial people, a people who are unable, not caring, not capable, 
of walking in the integrity of the truth of themselves. It is our time to realize that time is passing quickly, but those of us who are able to really dwell in the reality of eternity, to dwell in the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, to do the daily due diligence in clearing, cleansing, purifying, and really infusing every atom and every cell of your being with the truth of who and what you truly are as this point of the presence of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. You have to be able to think the thought. You have to be able to really consider it and visualize it and, and claim it and feel good about it and be in a place and space where it's always on your mind. You are always in a dynamic relationship with life itself. And there is no greater gift. And money doesn't make life more dynamic because if you have not come to the wealth of yourself and the truth of yourself, then money comes and goes. You're going to spend it. You're going to waste it. You're going to buy a bunch of stuff. You've got, you understand, it's not, the issue for us is not money. The issue is our realization, our clarification, and our care to be in harmony with the laws that govern our being. And to love being and love the laws that give us the greatest opportunity to enjoy the fullness of what these gifts that we've been given are. And there is no moment where we are not absolutely blessed as the beneficiaries of the gifts, the skill, the labor, the ingenuity, the talent, the creativity the service, the realizations, the epiphanies, the clarification of intellectual property of all of those who we are truly benefiting from, whose names we may not ever be able to call. But how could you truly love Jesus or love God and destroy yourself in your body temple and poison your children and treat your cars better than you treat your body? We're in a now moment that requires us to care to be whole, care to be healed, care to be cleansed in order to facilitate it. Exalting a full life's urge and loving life with the whole body, heart, mind, with all of our might. And caring to walk in the fullness of our divinity. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Thank you.